let it be known that this audio production was made in the time of uncertainty when COVID-19 is ravaging our world. A radio station in the city I reside held a morning show during the heat of the pandemic and uh, when sexual and gender-based violence was especially at the highest in that season. It was a funny program and the question was, what should be done to a rapist? Several opinions surfaced, but one struck me the most. It was that of a man in his middle 50s or so who introduced himself as elder. He said it's simple. The girl's rape should be given to the rapist as wives. What do you think? And most importantly, when will our culture support the prosecution, real prosecution of rapists? Hi, my name is Yemisi Ojo, and this is What We Made of Chaos, Episode 8, the Shangavia series, Kumason's Rape. We know what rape victims go through. Unfortunately, we know too well because as much as we hate to know, the victims are our friends, they are our sisters, they are our children or our mothers. And sometimes they are us. What we don't know, however, is what exactly lies in the mind of the rapist. I mean, what are they thinking? Revenge? Pleasure? A show of power? Or just drunkenness what exactly is in the mind of a child rapist who raped a girl in her primary six genesis one got her pregnant and is still by and large in the neighborhood parading the streets i don't know i don't know if we'll get answers to that question anytime soon i'm i mean rapists don't come out to publicly declare themselves so this is a very painful story to follow but like we promised you, we would be sharing with you the story of Kumasum, a mother student at Shangavia who got raped and was left to tend for her child that resulted in the rape all alone, even when everyone, including the community head and the family, knew who the rapist was. So this is a sequel to the Amadu's education intervention story about Shangavia. When we got to Shangavia in February 2020, it was not just to dole out scholarship to 10 of Amadu's students. We wanted to take up Kumason's case. I also remember speaking to Pine. Pine is like the guy that was like our right-hand man while we were here. So I remember I was speaking to him and he told me, and I was like, oh, cover Amadu, Kumason don't get below. Pinet told me Kumasum was pregnant. I was like, what? Kumasum is pregnant? <laughs> Kumasum was in primary six while I was there, while I was in Benue. Okay, they said some guy raped, raped um, uh, Kumasum. Like one guy that rides bike, rides bike. They arrested the guy also and then they released him again. He was really crazy. I was like, nah. And then I posted that on my status too. And then some female friends were really, really touched by that. I'm like, nah. I was like, she's definitely going to get an education. Because I think you're going to marry her off. You're going to marry her off to the person that raped her. <laughs> like, so my friend was like, there's no way she's, she's getting married. Definitely not to the person that raped her. Right? So like, nah, she's going to go to school and she's going to get an education. And then um, my friend was like, I'm going to, I'm willing to take care of her education and everything. 
like I will. Kuma Sun shared her experience with us. It wasn't like what she has not really come to fully understand. My name is Zungwe Kumasun. The reason why I got pregnant was because I went for my mom's relative's burial. And so I met this girl who told me to go and escort her home. So, on escorting her to her house, she had already made arrangements with a boy, but I knew nothing about it. So when we got to her house, she excused herself and went and called the boy. When he came in, I knew nothing about it, and then she left and went outside. That's how the boy forced me and slept with me, and when he did, that's how I got pregnant. So I gave birth at General Hospital Adipo. Because of my pregnancy, I had stomach aches often and I couldn't put my head up. And also when I got pregnant, my mates were talking anyhow about me, saying things like, me that used to be quiet, how come I'm getting pregnant now? So I was literally scared of going to school. Kumasun's uncle first spoke to us about the current situation. We carry that guy, we go police station. During time for police station, we we, we go for Boko. After Boko, we go and that thing go for coats. After coats, uh, after cookies, we travel and uh, we just came back for that and uh, that uh, house. After house, we, we do everything finish. So we just leave the guy so that the guy should go his own. Go and find another girl, marry. That's it, and that's that. And we leave, uh, we leave the girl for the kids in. And now my brother go and carry the kids back for house and for the Zaki and uh, for the Zaki house. Na na that person na na Zaki. Okay, Zaki transit let let uh, let my brother go withdraw the kids back uh, for house. And uh, now, Zaki brought the case for us. So, the, the team finished. Nothing to the girl. No, no, nobody beat her for us. The only during time we we did for police station, uh, from there they beat her. Yeah, we never do anything where we came back. The guy did for branch. And that market where we did uh, after that, that girl, that trials. Uh, Shangri-La. <laughs> The report we heard from the family members when we interrogated them was that Zaki, who is the village chief, had intervened after the boy was released from the police custody. Some money was to be paid to the family, a hundred thousand naira, and but we wanted to be sure that was true. So we want we went to see the Zaki on two occasions, but he was not home. We had told the family we are ready to take up this case if they will give us their support to do it. 
And then talking about um, the person who impregnated Komason, right? So I had them, um, they got him arrested. And then they begged also. And then they bailed him. And then he was supposed to like take care of the expenses for the child, right? But like even after she gave birth, Komason was still in the hospital. And then they had 2,000 error. 2,000 error left to pay. That's why she was, she was in the hospital. And I don't know where this guy was, this guy was but I remember speaking to Pine. And then Pine told me, I was like, what? 2,000 error. I like, where's the guy that impregnated her? Like, they don't know. So, like, I had to, like, source for the 2,000 error and send it to them. And that's all. I think I posted it and a friend paid for it or so. Yeah. And that's how she got. So about the guy, I really, I'm really thinking of okay, taking this up, and then because he impregnated a 15, I think she was 15 years old by the time, because she's 16 now. He raped her. He, yeah, he raped her, and then it's like the community. But that's what I'm trying to understand now, because like the community is just taking it, because the guy is still out there. Okay, so we don't know who the next girl is going to be. What if he does that to another girl? Right, so I, I'm definitely going to be in touch with um, some persons because he's a rapist. Other young girls, they are they are vulnerable now to this guy because he's at large. They said they they took him um, to the market square and they flogged him and then they took him to the police station and then they came to beg and now they released him. But they are actually not thinking. So what I'm just trying to understand is how the community actually reacts to it because like now it's like oh it's okay. It's okay, you can just go free. But like I'm not I'm not um I'm not even certain with that because first of all, Kumasum is going to be seeing this guy. This is the same community, right? So there's a high probability they, they will still see at any point in time. Right? He's still going to be seeing this child. And he's not even taking responsibility, he's not doing anything. Number three is there are still other young girls in that community. Who knows what he could do next? Because you know, oh, this is what happened the first time. This is what happened, and I'm I'm done with that. So, I think uh, we really need to take um take it very legal. I'm going to get get in touch with some people. Because it shouldn't just be like it shouldn't just be oh, and it's free already. At least he let him even get out of this community first, right? Because Kumasum is even going to be seeing him. Like you are seeing the person that raped you <laughs> every day, and you know she's a young girl. She really can't, there are some, she, he can't even trick her again. You understand, like, oh, trick her into doing something. She's a young, she's 16 years old. So it's really crazy. This is not just about Kumasun stopping her school or giving birth. It's about her health, too. When I gave birth at the hospital, nothing happened to me, but when I got home, my breast swelled up and they discovered that it was pus that was inside. So as it is now, there's no milk in my breast, so I'm not breastfeeding. I finally got to meet Kumasum and her baby. Like, very beautiful little girl. And then the crazy part, like, um, Kumasum writes, so she has not been able to produce milk, like, since she gave birth to the baby. Even feeding the baby with such a milk. And even me, I don't take that milk. 
and like basically the baby needs the mother's milk like from zero to six months but Kumasum has not been able to produce milk and then they have been feeding the baby with such a milk so <laughs> I was I was so surprised and they were laughing like <laughs> but it's like people in this kind of areas they somehow just survive this kind of thing so it was really crazy but um we'll be meeting with the doctor with the doctor tomorrow so we'll know what exactly is wrong and why Kumasum can't produce milk so we spoke to a doctor in one of the hospitals where Kumasun was in the hospital Kumasun gave birth and um, before we left about this. But the most important thing is what is hormonal, regularly, to see the prolactin. Prolactin is responsible to expanding the breast tissues, creating avenues for the then oxytocin, that one stimulates you to come out. When they produce the run and estrogen. That one, however, it suppresses it when there's no need for you to come out. Okay. But after giving birth, some few days, it will now go down. In some cases, it can actually stay up and inhibit you to production. Those are what we should have. And um, just check for what. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, I didn't think of it as a big deal. You know, like, feeding the baby. No, if from that beginning they should have, like, she should have been trying to get the baby to get The more the baby's home, the more milk comes out. The more you empty it, the more it comes out. And some exercises that you can do, most of the time, it's even as the mother is trying to help the baby that the milk, the yeah, stimulation yeah, basically, exactly. that is like the nature thing yeah. that happens. Then, of course, these other things. Before we left Shangavia, we did not get the permission to take up Kumasan's case. It is five months now, and every call still brings some uncertainty. Is it fear? Fear of tradition? Fear of shame, lack of trust in the criminal justice system, fear of stereotypes, or just hope that a rapist will change his mind and become a good father to the child he never wanted to father and a strong support system to a child he forcefully molested. I don't know. I have tried to explore the so many, many arguments that hinges on what makes a rapist rape. None of them make sense. I desire to school, take my school further. I would love to school further up to the point of university. The reason why I want to further my education is because whenever I see that someone has schooled and is learned, I admire that a lot. When I further my education, I'll prefer it like that and I'll feel better and good about myself. I would like my baby to go to school and get a good job. My baby shouldn't be idle. And for the boy who raped me, I won't do anything to him, but I'll return him or put him in, put him up before God, because there's nothing that is ever too difficult for God. 
I never think uh, anything uh, more for that girl. Means I just put that girl for the face of God. Let's say God, let let God protect me. So uh, during time we is going to school, uh, my prayer said, uh, let him know pregnancy again. Nigeria does not have a decent statistics of its sexual and gender-based violence. There are majorly speculations, huge underreporting, and a little number here and there sometimes. These numbers are even modeled up in other offenses such as offenses against persons. However, an academic study estimated that only 2% of 40 cases of rape ever get reported. That's just 5% of all the cases. What do you think? And most importantly, when will our culture support the prosecution, real prosecution of rapists? Thank you for listening to this episode of Made of Chaos. Special thanks to Gohei Hilda Igboko for the TIF translation. Visit our website at www.whatwemadeofchaos.org to listen to more episodes and follow us on all our social media platforms at Made of Chaos NG. You can donate to our work by visiting our website and accessing the donate button on our homepage. 